Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose and develop into their best version of self. I share stories, interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello Empowered Lifers, welcome to episode 64 of Living the Empowered Life podcast. I hope that you are all doing well. Guys, this is going to be a bit of a late upload for you because yesterday on Sunday I did record this episode of the podcast but for some reason when I went back through to edit the podcast some of it was just, you know, missing. There was no sound, there was no noise, there was nothing. And um, I was really, really disappointed because I'd spent so much time, you know, putting that episode together. But I didn't want to disappoint you guys. So today is Bank Holiday Monday and I've decided to re-record the episode and upload it later on today. So I'm really sorry about that. Please do forgive me. I've had, you know, some technical issues um, with my software, but we are going to continue onwards and upwards and be back on track for the regular bi-weekly upload um, in two weeks time, which is usually done for the early hours of Monday morning. So I hope that you have been enjoying the bank holiday weekend. For those of us over in the UK, we have had a four day weekend because of the King's coronation, which happened on Saturday, May the 6th. I think it was the 6th. And I managed to watch some of it. I'm not a big royal family fan, but I do actually love things to do with history and to be able to see, um, you know, the coronation and all the kind of pageantry and everything that goes into that was actually quite good. You know, I really did enjoy that. Um, It's very rare in a lifetime you see a queen pass and a king being, um, you know, being um, brought to the throne. But, you know, it's good to see these things. It's, It's part of history. It's part of this country's history. And I did enjoy it. So I did watch it in part. Um, most of the weekend I did spend as well studying. I've just done an all-nighter because my assignment is due in on May the 19th and this module has not been really going well. So I spent some time doing that. And also I went to the cinema with my family on Saturday evening. I can't remember what the name of the film was, but it was absolutely awful. I think it's Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that, but it was one of the worst films I've ever seen and it's two hours and 30 minutes of my life that I'm not going to get back but anyway you know we enjoyed it as a family anyway because we got to spend time together but I hope that you have enjoyed your bank holiday weekend if you have been able to do that over here in the UK in other countries if you're listening in I don't know if you get bank holidays or not but if you did get a bank holiday for some type of national celebration hope that you enjoyed it but if not I hope that you enjoyed your weekend so guys As always, I'm really appreciative of you guys listening in and supporting this podcast and sharing it with your friends, family, colleagues, 
acquaintances and whoever else. I really do appreciate that. And if it is your first time listening and I want to welcome you, um, I hope that you find this episode to be something of value to you. And to my continued listeners, as always, thank you for your support. Love you guys. Don't forget whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, whether that's Apple Um, Spotify or Stitcher podcast don't forget to hit the follow or notification button so that you don't miss the bi-weekly episodes and please do share it with anybody this podcast share it with anybody that you know that you feel needs a dose of the empowered life so guys in today's episode I've got a bit of a history making episode first of its kind in living the empowered life podcast history And it's a little bit different to the episodes that I usually do. Now, I have been emailed by a listener who wants me to give her some advice on a little dilemma that she is going through. Now, for those of you who don't know, I have been asking for a while for more interaction from my listeners, whether that is to send in quotes um, and different things to share with others on this podcast, because living the empowered life is all about inspiring, motivating, encouraging and helping each other to live the best life possible. Anyway, somebody answered that call and in a way that I didn't expect because I was really asking for quotes from people. But this lady has sent in um, an email asking me to um, share her dilemma and to um, also give advice on how she can overcome the challenges that she's currently facing. So it's a great honour for me to be able to do this and I think in this episode maybe some of you might be able to resonate with what this lady has shared but before I get into that I want to share with you a couple of quotes that I think are quite fitting for this episode which I have titled, by the way, A Listener's Dilemma, A Way Out. So the first quote I want to share with you is by Michael Beckwith. He says, you can start with nothing and out of nothing and out of no way, a way will be made. I can definitely say that is true in most of the circumstances I've had in my life where there wasn't a way out. I've managed to find a way out with nothing to begin with. It's quite empowering when you can come up with a creative way to um, find a way out of a situation. The next quote is by Julie Peters and she says, there's always a way out. All you have to do is take it. I love that quote because it kind of gives that theme of, you know, there is always a choice, even though it might not be a choice that we would like. There is always a choice. There's always a way out. And the next quote I want to share with you is by Oprah Winfrey. She says, there's no easy way out. If there were, I would have bought it. And believe me, it would be one of my favourite things. I love that little quote. It's so cute. And yes, it's very true because in our human nature, if we could have an easy way out of anything that we're facing that is challenging in life, most of us, 99% of us would definitely take the easy way out. But as with most things in life, there is never an easy way out. We have to figure a way to get through things. And I want to share this Bible scripture with you. I usually do share the Bible scripture at the end. But as we're on the theme of a way out, 
this Bible scripture is one that the Lord has given me over the years. I remember particularly at the beginning of my journey into the unknown um, when I stepped out of my paid job five years ago to start my own business. This is a Bible scripture that the Lord gave me time and time again. And if you are interested in finding out my journey into the unknown of different situations in life, uh, my journey of courage, faith and risk. I will leave a link to that book in the show notes below. But the Bible scripture says, um, and it's from Isaiah forty-three nineteen. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Beautiful, beautiful Bible scripture. And it's all about faith and trust even when we can't see the way out, trusting God that he has made a way out of our circumstances or the challenges that we are facing. So with all that said, I want to go ahead and share this email that a lady called Elisha has sent in for me to share with the listeners. She says, Hi Yvonne, I've been following you on social media for some time, so I wanted to ask your advice. I am in the same age range as you, but the life that I am living is making me very unhappy. I feel overlooked and undervalued in my job, so I tried a couple of times to apply for jobs in line with things I like to do. However, I did not get those jobs because I didn't have the right qualifications, and when I looked into how to get them, I found out it would take up a lot of time to do them. In brackets, she put, I worked out I need to do school in the evenings and weekends. I don't feel motivated to do that or think that I can at my age. I am 47 years old. I feel like my life is going around in circles. I want to change but don't have the energy to do it. I have dreams of doing different things. I'm good at designing websites. I do this as part of my job and have an eye for branding. My dream would be to set up a business in this area but I have bills and other family commitments which I feel get in the way. I do feel a bit down and frustrated at where my life is going. I do listen to your podcast. Do you have any advice for me to get unstuck? That is how I feel at the moment that my life is stuck. Wow. Well, as I read that the first time round, you know, and reading it again the second time round, because obviously she sent it to me first by email and then obviously she wanted me to share it on the podcast, reading it a second time round. There was just so many things to unpack in her email but before I get into kind of giving Elisha some type of tips and guidance on things that she can be doing now to help her to become unstuck I want to first of all thank Elisha for trusting me enough to send in this email for me to share with others and trusting me enough to be able to be someone that she feels can give her advice and guidance on how to become unstuck in her life because, you know, it's not easy for someone to even email, you know, a stranger, because I don't know her, you know, to email in and ask for advice. So I feel really honoured that she is able to do that and has trusted me with that task. So, Elisha, the first thing I want to address in your email is where you have said that you are in the same age range as me, but feel that the life that you are living is making you unhappy. Now, I'm not sure if you meant it to come across like that, but I hope that you are not comparing where you are in life with where I am in life. Because one of the things I've always said 
Um, I've recently said it again in one of the entries in my new book, Exceptional Not Expected. And I've said it on my social media. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's Y-E-M-E underscore empowerment. Is that to compare is to impair. When you compare yourself to somebody else, you know, based on outside appearances, it really is a damaging and debilitating thing to do to yourself because everybody has had a life unique to them and have lived a life unique to them, meaning that there has been different challenges that I have been through, you have been through, different experiences that we've had that have had an impact on us, different um, upbringings, cultures, you know, for all I know, you could be a different race to me. You know, there are so many different factors that goes into someone's life and the outcomes that they have and how they deal with certain situations, that it is a great injustice if you are um, comparing yourself to me and thinking at your age, you should be where I'm at or doing things similar to me. It's a great injustice to yourself. So I don't know if that's what you were kind of um, alluding to or or, or if it, if that's what you meant. The fact that you feel that you should be at some kind of level um, the same as me at your age. Um, I don't know if you meant that, but I just want to say to you, you know, do not compare yourself because all it does is diminish you and debilitate you. And you've got to show yourself grace. There could be many different reasons why, you know, it's taken a time for you to get the life that you want. It certainly was in my case, you know, it took a long time. And as I've mentioned, if you've listened to other episodes, 35 years old was the age when I started to live the life that I want, at the journey, actually, I should say, to live in the life I want started. I'm now 46 years old. So it's only really been in the last 11 years. Um, because as I said before that, the 20 years before that, I was dealing with the fallout from childhood trauma. The next thing I want to say to you is that you mentioned that you feel overlooked and undervalued in your job and that you tried a couple of times to apply for jobs in in line with the things that you want to do. Um, And you said that, you know, you found out that there was a qualification needed and um, you kind of thought to yourself, I don't really feel motivated to do that. Um, I want to say to you that, you know, um, a couple of times to apply for a job. I understand, you know, the thought behind giving up, especially if you have not been kind of resilient or used to being resilient. Um, You know, it can feel like two times to apply for a job and not getting anywhere is a sign that things are not meant to be going anywhere. But in all honesty, you know, you have to be persistent and determined when applying for jobs. There are people out there that have had to apply for 50 jobs, 100 jobs, whatever it is to get the job that they want. And I'm not comparing you to them, but I'm saying that, you know, a couple of times to try for a job and then decide you ain't got the energy to do it is, I feel a little bit premature to be giving up. Now, the question you need to ask yourself is how much do you want to get a job that you want to do, that you love to do, because you've said that you feel overlooked and undervalued in your job. Obviously, that is having um, an effect on you because you say you feel down and frustrated. So you have to weigh up the cost of coming out of feeling down and frustrated. Um, You're going to have to weigh up the cost of thinking, is it going to be worth it for me to continue to apply for jobs, for me to Go and do the course that is needed to help strengthen my skill set. You are going to have to weigh that up. 
because I'm telling you from experience, you know, motivation doesn't come from feelings. Motivation is something that is coming from your desire to um, achieve your goal. For me, that's what it was. Motivation is something outside of feelings. And in order to, to tap into that, you've got to keep your eye focused on the why of why you want to do things. So you want that job, you want that dream job, you know, you have to focus on that. You have to say, okay, I'm going to continue to try and apply for jobs. I'm going to do whatever it takes so that I can get the job I want. And another thing I want to say to you, it does involve sacrifice. It involves sacrifice with life change. It involves sacrifice to get the things that we want in life. Yes, it may mean that you will have to go to evening college or classes at weekend. You know, um, it might mean all those things. I understand when you say, you know, um, you don't feel like you would have the time to do it. You know, it would take up time outside of your time for work and other family commitments that you have. But in the short run, that is a sacrifice that you have to decide. Am I willing to, to pay? I totally get it because I'm a wife and mother. I am doing a degree. I'm seven months, eight months from finishing my degree and it is really hard at the moment. I'm tired. I have a lot of demands on my time and everything else. I totally get, you know, um, you know, the sacrifice that it takes. And I totally understand what you're saying. But the thing that keeps me going is the end goal, what I'm going to get at the end. And even if I have to push through at times, find energy that I don't have, do it when I'm tired you know, just this morning, I did an all-nighter to study. You know, I didn't go to bed till five o'clock this morning, but I had to push through because I'm nearly at the end, even though it's difficult and I'm not enjoying what I'm doing at the moment in terms of the learning content of the course. I've made it this far and I have to keep focused. So that is the same it's going to have to be for you. You're going to have to keep focused on your end goal. You know, don't give up. Nowadays, even I should have said this even before, you can do degrees, you can do courses online at a time and pace that suits you. Gone are the days like 10 years ago where college was the only way going into a physical building to do courses and the time and the, you know, the time consuming effort that took and um, the fares and all the other things it would take to do that. Gone are those days. Nowadays, you can pay for courses online do it online, do it in between a time that suits you. So there are options out there um, for you to pursue um, to get that qualification so that you can get the job that you want. Another thing that came to mind as well, because you said, you know, this would be your dream to do this, design websites and branding and stuff like that. You could set up yourself with a side hustle doing that. There is a great platform called Fiverr, which is a platform for freelancers um, and different people who contract out their services to the public and they get paid for it, whether that's designing websites, um, doing different things. I've used Fiverr for so many things. And obviously, you know, you can read people's reviews and go with the ones that people have had the best service from. You can set up yourself on Fiverr. I've set up myself on Fiverr as an empowerment coach. So, you know, you can do that. You know, you can set yourself up on Fiverr. It's quite easy to do. You can go through all their kind of literature, their kind of um, information on how to set up 
and set yourself up on there. And you can get that fix of your passion whilst not having the risk of leaving a job um, using this platform. People can pay you to design their websites, their branding, all that type of stuff. And you can work on the other things you want to do in the background until you get to a stage where you feel that you are financially able to do your side hustle as a main business um, full time. So those are some ways you can find around your situation. Those are some ways you can continue to, um, you know, um, look after your family commitments um, in a way that suits you and also to be able to continue to pay your bills because obviously you're still going to have a job. So there are some things, there are some ways out that you can look at. And, you know, I just want to finish by encouraging you because in the last part of your email, you say that you feel um, down and frustrated at where your life is going. And um, one of the things I do promote on this podcast is about empowerment, finding ways to empower yourself in you know um in life situations this is something that i try and do across all my episodes because you know feeling stuck and frustrated and down um means that you feel hopeless that you feel maybe helpless about your situation but as i've just shared with you some ways in which you can empower yourself where you are at now um, and I think that, you know, this feeling that you have of feeling down and frustrated is only because you don't see a way out or don't know how to figure a way out. And I hope that in me sharing some ideas with you about how you can find a way out of the different situations that you're facing will help you to feel a bit more hopeful and feel encouraged. I hope that, you know, this has been something that has helped you. Um, the little advice that I've given you and obviously you have my email you can email back you can um, connect with me um, as I shared with you you know there are a number of different resources that I have produced through Yumi Empowerment that can help you on your journey to living the life that you want so Elisha don't feel stuck anymore Try and find one of the things that I have shared with you to start to get going and go forward step by step. Please be encouraged. Don't think you have to have it all figured out. I certainly didn't have it all figured out. I'm still figuring out everything that I'm doing now. Five years after I stepped out into the unknown to start my own business and I stepped out with no financial backing, nothing to go to. I just had trust and faith in God and I moved forward. And I would encourage you, if you do feel like that or have times where you continue to feel like that, trust in God, go to him, ask him to help you, to show you a way out and to make a way for you. So, guys, thank you for listening. In. I hope that the advice that I've given Elisha, if you are in a similar situation, can possibly help you too. If you would like me to continue to do these little segments, um, please do let me know. Email me. Um, I will leave my link in the show notes or you can DM me on uh, my social media platforms, Yumi Empowerment, which is on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. If you have got a dilemma that you want me to advise you on, um, please do send it in. Remember, you can also use a pen name or an initial um, to um, write in, to email me if you don't want your real name shared. And I'll be happy to share your dilemma with the other listeners on this podcast. So that is it for today, guys. Again, my apologies for the late upload because of technical problems. 
I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.